This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now our new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of prediction shows? Do you want to fantasy book the companies? Does Bigfoot even really exist? If you answered yes to any of those questions, then check out the podcast that isn't a podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday, the standing streamer stands and delivers as he and Vanessa talk about all that's going on in pro wrestling today. Plus, see in-depth conversations with people in and around the wrestling world as guests share their stories and insights about making it in the business. The Putting You Over Podcast. Putting your weeknights over every Tuesday and Thursday. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night. My name is Thomas and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was... Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we shared a room. Thought I knew your face. Yeah, we so go we... way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Broadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books. We're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also, check us out on Twitter at the Broadcast. That's B R O. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Ending. Yeah, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C, we spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast believes wrestling is a buffet. There's something there for everyone. These guys cover local Chicago indie scene, and all of their episodes can be found at twoheelsandaface.com. The number two heelsandaface.com Welcome to another episode of Headlines brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Monday, October the 3rd, 2022. Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast to bring you all the late-breaking news in the world of wrestling. Whether it's WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, and so many more. We're a daily podcast that keeps you up to date with everything happening not only behind the scenes, but in the ring as well. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's get right into the headlines. Starting over on E-Wrestling News, MJF says Wheeler 
Bermuda's not a good person, and Eddie Kingston decides that he's gonna weigh in on it. Ryan Clark's writing in today, MJF took to Twitter earlier on Monday to reveal that Wheeler Yuta is just not a good person, and the two men will be facing off against each other on this week's edition of AEW Dynamite. Now, the Salt of the Earth took to Twitter to post a 2008 tweet that read, Last night, an intoxicated Wheeler Yuta kicked in the hotel door half-naked and jumped on my bed and made me watch Viscera matches. I can't make this stuff up. Poor people are wild. Now, then he also added, I've known this man for a long time. He's just not a good person. Then, following that, Eddie Kingston decided to weigh in and he said, you know what? Let's get into the fun of all of this as well. You know, this is all about what I see and I see you tweeting anything. Now, he also added a gif of John Lovitz shouting action from Saturday Night Live. MJF then responded in back with saying, I was authentic as it gets. I'm sure that's real scary for a fake tough guy from you like the slums of Yonkers. Now, with more information on all this humorous back and forth within the AEW locker room, continue following e-wrestling news and more information will be coming forward. Max Caster is making news at this hour. Ryan Clark's writing in. Max Caster files for a trademark of the people's choice. Now, on September the 28th, Max Caster filed a trademark for the term the people's choice with the United States patent offices. Now, it's for shirts and bandanas, sleeves, sweatshirts, and any other type of apparel that's associated with wrestling. Now, as of right now, we don't know exactly what that has to do with outside of merchandising, or that will be something that we'll be seeing on the upcoming episodes of Dynamite, but stay tuned as we will find out more about what this filing is related to. For more information, continue following eWrestling News, and more information on Max Caster and the newly crowned AEW World Tag Team Champions will be forthcoming. Andrew Ravens is writing in at this hour, AEW Dynamite ratings and Rampage ratings are in. Now, specifically, the ratings for Rampage on this past Friday night on TNT, it pulled in 472,000 total viewers. Now, they drew a .16 rating in the key demo of 18 to 49. Now, last week, the show did 522,000 viewers with a .17 rating in the key demo of 18 to 49. Now, this week, the show ranked number nine on cable. Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics is reporting the numbers. Now, the episode featured the Acclaim versus Private Party versus The Butcher and the Blade and Roosh versus John Silver, Lee Moriarty versus Fuego Del Sol. Jamie Hayter took on Willow Nightingale as well. For more information on all of this, continue following E-Wrestling News and Andrew Ravens will have more information on the ratings. Soraya is making news at this hour. Soraya is throwing out the challenge to Britt Baker. You better watch out or I will knock you out. Now, Thomas Lawson's writing in AEW star Soraya has continued teasing a match between her and Britt Baker, promising to knock the former AEW Women's Champion out cold. Soraya joined AEW last month on the AEW Dynamite Grand Slam event that took place at the Arthur Ashe Stadium. Now, months after her contract had recently expired by WWE, and they decided not to renew her. Now, during her debut, Soraya was confronted by Britt Baker, and the pair have been going back and forth on social media and on screen. Now, on Twitter, the two-time former WWE Divas champion made herself very clear. Stay away from me, Britt Baker, or I will knock you out. Now, with that being said, it's unknown whether AEW has plans for a Soraya Britt Baker match, given the fact that she right now is not medically cleared to wrestle. With her, how much she's being paid, though, there's many who believe in AEW that at some point in time she will wrestle for the company in some capacity. Now, neither Soraya nor AEW have 
have confirmed or denied whether she's medically cleared as of right now, but the belief within backstage is she has not gotten the official okay to step back in the ring. For more information on this and what potential matchups may happen after she's cleared, continue following e-wrestling news and more information will be forthcoming. Preston Vance, number 10 of the Dark Order, and Andrade are making news at this hour. Thomas Lawson's writing in for e-wrestling news. Preston Vance, also known as the number 10 from the Dark Order. Now, he's given some advice to Andrade following this week's teasing of what will happen at Dynamite. Now, El Idolo joined AEW last year, but has teased wanting to get out of the company for recent weeks. The former NXT champion liked tweets suggesting that he's being mishandled in AEW and would do better back in WWE. And he recently started using the hashtag free El Idolo on all of his social media posts. Now, on Twitter, Vance said that Andrade should just leave the company if he's unhappy, and he should be focused on the match that's coming up against them on Dynamite. This match is going to be in tribute to Brody Lee. Remember, if Andrade loses, he is out of AEW, but if 10 loses, he will lose his mask. For more information on all this, continue following eWrestling News, and more information will be coming forward. Ryan Clark's writing in about Darby Allen. Darby Allen slips and falls from a 92-foot waterfall this past weekend. Now, Darby Allen continues to prove that he is not exactly all there when it comes to worrying about dangerous stunts. In a video posted by Darby over the weekend, the AEW wrestler leaped off a 92-foot waterfall, and he captioned the video with, well, slip and fall, a 92-foot waterfall. Now, many people know that Darby Allen is a thrill seeker and has no problem taking risks with his body, as many have seen inside the ring as well. But this upcoming week, Darby Allen will take on Jay Lethal on AEW Dynamite. You can find that happening on TBS 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you're enjoying this podcast, remember Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast that brings you all the late-breaking news and wrestling. Whether it's AEW or WWE or your favorite promotion, we bring you the comprehensive headlines that are trending right now in the world of social media. Right now, Justin Roberts is making news. Justin Roberts is telling a story if he recalls when Vince McMahon had wanted him to tone down on certain introductions for stars. Charles Parker's writing at this hour. Current AEW ring announcer Justin Roberts is known for his grandiose introductions of some big names, and he's done it for many stars he's worked with. During a recent appearance on Talk of Jericho podcast, Roberts recalled a time when now former WWE chairman Vince McMahon wanted him to tone it down when it came to his introductions including for The Undertaker and John Cena in particular. Now, this is what he had to say. You gotta go back to how Vince McMahon thinks versus how I think. I got called early out when I was doing things. You know, we did the biggest Royal Rumble ever. It was in the history, and it was in Boston. And I think I've seen every every single UFC event that there ever was. So between UFC and you know, Bruce Buffer, and all these other guys who were over the top, I just decided I was going to do that. But Vince then told me that I need to tone everything down. Now, once in a while, I would have that conversation with him, and he would once again say, tone it down. Don't give Sabu a big introduction. Don't give John Cena that big of an introduction. Don't give The Undertaker that big introduction. And like, I was like, I don't get it. But you know what? I don't do it for everybody. And I didn't want to just stop doing it because it made it feel special. It was always something that I did, and it was just organic. The John Cena thing didn't happen every night. It was started during house shows, and then I started doing it on TV. And over time, it's just something that just built up and became part of my repertoire. 
It was a big introduction. Well, sometimes I guess it was. But it was special to John. And John was a top guy. He called me into his office again one day, right before the Royal Rumble, and said, So you want me to introduce John, the Undertaker, and everyone the same way I introduce everyone else? And then he said, Yeah. I said, Okay. And that's exactly what you want me to do. He said, Yes. Now, he also commented on trying to sneak it in leading up to WrestleManias because he felt it was a big deal. He would go on to say, so I would try to sneak in some bigger introductions the closer we got to WrestleMania because like The Undertaker's introduction is so special, you know? But I got chewed out for introducing The Rock and then CM Punk at the Royal Rumble in Phoenix the way I did. You know, he's The Rock. He's the biggest name in entertainment and in wrestling. And I was so proud of my introduction too. I wanted to give him a proper introduction and Vince didn't like that at all. So yeah, I personally think for bigger events, yeah, you know what? You should go big. If you'd like to find out more about what Justin Roberts had to say to Chris Jericho on Talk is Jericho about his relationship with Vince McMahon, continue following e-wrestling news in this article from Charles Parker. Ryan Clark's writing it at this hour. Matt Hardy reacts to his recent reunion with Private Party. Now, as many people know, Matt Hardy was the leader of Private Party for many months, and then, subsequently, the storyline ended and they broke up. Now, AEW wrestler Matt Hardy recently took to his The Extreme Life of Matt Hardy podcast to discuss his recent reunion with Private Party and the bond that the three of them share. Now, specifically on his reunion with them, he would go on to say in a quote, I am so happy that moment finally happened, you know? It was kind of going back and forth, and you can still, we still had a bond there. There was still a connection there, and we had started doing a little bit more teasers on BTE, and it just kind of manifested into itself, and I'm really happy it did. We obviously did Rampage following Dynamite that night, and it was almost 12.30 in the morning, and I'm not trying to be exact or anything, but it was exactly 12.22 in the morning when we did the reunion. And you know, we all shared a hug in the ring, and it got a great reaction from 15,000 people that were there. It was really awesome, and I was really proud of the moment. Now, if you'd like to read more about his bond with Private Party, continue following eWrestling News and the extreme life of Matt Hardy, which you can find anywhere fine podcasts are made available. MJF is once again making news today. Ryan Clark's writing in at this hour. MJF teases cashing in his AEW world title shot on Dynamite. MJF is teasing that he may cash in his poker chip against John Moxley prior to AEW Dynamite TV tapings in his hometown of Cincinnati on October the 18th. Now, this is what Max had to say. Might not be champ by then. After AEW tweeted, three-time AEW world champion John Moxley returns home to Cincinnati, Ohio for a special Tuesday night Dynamite at Heritage Bank Arena on October the 18th, 7 p.m. is bell time. With more information on Max and what he may or may not end up doing, continue following eWrestling News, and we will give you the most up-to-date information on what the plans are on the salt of the earth. Joshua Jones is writing in at this hour. Jade Cargill makes a special appearance at a bare-knuckle fighting championship event over the weekend. Now, when Jade Cargill isn't dominating the ring in AEW, she's making a splash in the world of bare-knuckle fighting. The TBS champion made a special guest appearance on bare-knuckle fighting championship 30 this this past Saturday, October 1st, to accompany bare knuckle fighting champion Lorenzo Hunt to the ring for his bout against Quentin Henry. Now, Fight TV covered this as well, and you can see her introduction as it happened at the event. For more information on Jade, continue following eWrestling News and AEW as more information on the female superstar will be coming forward. Joshua Jones is writing in, Eric Bischoff says that, you know what, AEW has not grown their audience significantly. 
Now, many people know that Eric Bischoff is highly critical of AEW. He's also not a big fan of the way Tony Khan runs the company. On September the 8th, Tony Khan announced that AEW Dynamite did over 1 million viewers for the third week in a row. It was the first time the show had done over 1 million in three consecutive weeks since October of 2021. One year later, former WCW President Eric Bischoff still believes AEW has a long way to go. During the latest episode of his Strictly Business podcast, Bischoff argued that AEW's recent ratings boost doesn't mean the company is experiencing growth. He contributed that the increase to a rounding error and said the company has finalized to attack a substantial audience due to it not producing compelling television. Now, this is also what Bischoff had to say. They did some of their highest numbers. Okay, so they improved their weekly averages by what? 50 to 75,000 people? Let's turn the corner and see if the car wreck is still on the side of the highway when they're done cleaning it up. For more information on Eric Bischoff and his critical assessment of AEW, continue following eWrestling News and more information will be coming forward. Andrade's assistant Jose says thank you for everything, Manuel. Now, Thomas Lawson's writing in at this hour. AEW's Andrade El Idolo has once again teased he's leaving the promotion, this time with a tweet from his assistant. Recently, the former WWE NXT champion has teased leaving AEW using the hashtag Free El Idolo on all forms of his social media accounts. Now, on Twitter, Jose thanked Andrade, whom he referred to by his real name, Manuel, and promised he would stand by your side in whatever choices you decide to make in the future. For more information on all this, you can follow both of the gentlemen on social media and find out, is this Andrade's last hurrah in AEW? Thomas Lawson's also writing in at this hour, Booker T's making news by saying, I wish we had more guys in wrestling like MJF. Two-time WWE Hall of Famer Booker T has offered some praise to MJF, calling him the AEW star is one of a kind. Now, MJF has been in the highlights of AEW recently since he debuted in 2019 with a constant character, earning his praise from fans and those within the industry. Speaking on his Reality of Wrestling podcast, Booker T has high regards for the salt of the earth regarding his character and his development inside of wrestling. He would go on to say, The kid is different. I like what MJF brings to the table. He's all kinds of entertainment, and that's what wrestling is. I wish we had more guys like MJF out there really understanding how they can really use their stuff and going around and really benefiting the game from being so much stronger. Now, I'm looking at how well MJF is taking off, and he's doing great things. He's a one-of-a-kind. He's definitely a different wrestler than I've seen come along in a quite time. And I'm always thinking about how things are going to finish. I want to make sure I finish strong, you know? I want to get through this game, and there's a lot of landmines out there and pitfalls in the world of wrestling as well, but I'm curious to see how he is going to do. AMJF returned from a three-month hiatus at AEW's All Out pay-per-view, winning the Casino Ladder Match contestant. Continue following eWrestling News as more information about the salt of the earth will be coming forward. Ryan Clark is staying busy writing in about... Bandito. Now, Bandito had some issues with his in-ring gear on this past week episode of AEW Dynamite. As it was previously reported on eWrestling News, Bandito has been offered a full-time contract with Elite All Elite Wrestling, following his Ring of Honor World Championship match he had with Chris Jericho on Wednesday night. Now, according to a report from Fightful, the match taking place was a very last-minute booking decision. The bout was only announced two days before it took place. The reason for this was due to Hurricane Ian, who was affecting Bandito and 
lend his gear. Now, according to a source, Bandito wound up traveling without some of his gear. It had to be shipped to him. The gear did not arrive in Philadelphia on time for the show. While he attended to make some phone calls and borrow some extra gear from others, he had recently auctioned some off and he just didn't have any others. Instead, he ran the city to try to find some replacements and he was forced to borrow some other items from other outfits. Now, it was reported that he taped the mask onto himself. For more information, if you'd like to find out more about this story, continue following eWrestling News and more information about Bandito and whether or not he will officially become a part of All Elite Wrestling will be forthcoming. Charles Parker's writing in at this hour about Dax Harwood. He is calling Tony Khan out for the lack of bookings that FTR is receiving in AEW. Add FTR to the fluid list of wrestlers calling out their boss. On Saturday, FTR competed at New Japan Pro Wrestling's Royal Quest event, defeating Aussie Open to retain their IWGP titles. Now, following the match, Dax Harwood proceeded to get on the microphone and call out President Tony Khan for their lack of booking in the company. He would go on to say, Tony Khan, we still work for you. Book us, brother. So, for more information on all of this, continue following eWrestling News and Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood and find out when they will be scheduled next to appear on AEW TV. Ryan Clark's also writing in, AEW is no longer airing in Mexico. AEW Rampage news as well. Now, All Elite Wrestling took to Twitter on yesterday to announce that the company will no longer be airing in the canal space in Mexico, Central America, South America, and in the Caribbean. AEW programming will still be available on space in Brazil. Now, those located in the region will be able to watch All Elite Wrestling program by using the AEW Plus on Fight TV. Now, unfortunately, things have changed, and that's the way they're going to be able to use it. You can follow All Elite Wrestling and find out all of the messages that they went ahead and sent out to the subscribers on their social media pages. In addition, you can go to AEW's YouTube page and check out all the highlights from Rampage as well. You can find out all the action that you might have missed when it aired, but no fear, it's all on their YouTube page. Lila Gray reveals her biggest inspiration in wrestling. Ryan Clark's writing in at this hour, Lila Gray is revealing what has inspired her the most in her professional wrestling career. During a recent appearance on MCW Backstage Pass podcast, AEW wrestler Lila Gray commented on her biggest inspiration in pro wrestling. This is what she had to say. Well, that's a tricky question because, like growing up, I didn't really watch wrestling like that. I watched it a little as a kid, and then I kind of drifted away, and I found my way back to it eventually. But when I started wrestling, I really loved Sasha Banks. I really admired her whole attitude and her whole work. She's definitely someone that I am inspired by and I look up to. I also look up to Trish Stratus, you know. I'm inspired by all of the baddies as well. All the baddies in wrestling, those are the women who inspire me. Oh yeah, Melina too. For more information on Lila Gray, continue following eWrestling News and more information on her will be coming forward. Once again, if you're enjoying this podcast, remember, Headlines is a one-stop shop podcast that brings you all the late-breaking news in wrestling. Whether it's AEW, WWE, or Impact Wrestling, we're a daily podcast that's available anywhere podcasts are made available, so definitely make sure you are looking for us. Chris Jericho is making news at this hour. Chris Jericho chooses his favorite AEW match so far in the promotion. Now, the current Ring of Honor World Champion Chris Jericho 
was at AEW from the start of the promotion. He became the first world champion and wrestled people like John Moxley, Brian Danielson, and so many others. On the latest AEW Unrestricted podcast, Jericho discussed some of his favorite matches he's been involved in and what he thinks about the one with Eddie Kingston. Now, on his favorite match so far in AEW, this is what he had to say. There's so many of them, but I go through them and I think about the Moxley match that I had. It was great, but the second was an all-timer. The first Eddie Kingston was an all-timer. The Forbidden Door one was so funny because we walked into the room and we had never had a match. And then it just kind of happened. And then there's other people I've had matches with. And I look at all of them and I just remember everything just keeps rolling and I keep going boom, 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 having these amazing matches. And then with Suzuki as well. There are very few guys in this business that I really connect with, but he is definitely one of them. You know, and that's just kind of how it works when you're a veteran. And you always know everyone has different styles, but then you look at all these guys that I've wrestled. The matches are so great. And Anarchy in the Arena, that was awesome. Then Blood and Guts, man, that was great. The Orange Cassidy match where we really had a fun time with the Mimosa. Man, it's so hard to pick one, but it would have to be Eddie Kingston this year or maybe John Moxley this year. Now, if you'd like to read more about what he had to say and does he finally make a decision on which match was his favorite, continue following Joshua Jones on eWrestling News and more information will be coming forward. Ryan Clark is staying busy. He's writing about CJ Perry, formerly known as Lana in WWE. Is she interested in joining Miro in AEW? Now, CJ Perry, formerly known as Lana, is not currently under contract with any major professional wrestling promotion at this time. She recently appeared on the last Word on Sports podcast to discuss the potential of going to AEW to join her husband Miro. Now, this is what she had to say. I truly believe Miro and I are a great package wherever we go. We both love everything about the world of wrestling and the storytelling. And we had a great run in WWE and I enjoyed everything. Watching Miro wrestle today as he used to do back then. And joining him again wherever he may go in wrestling is certainly an enticing offer to me. So that's why... I would be open to going somewhere if the timing in the story was right. I know that we could add a lot of intrigue and add to the already amazing show. It could happen next week, or it could never happen. People are just going to have to wait and find out. That's really the best part about our business. If you'd like to find out more about what she had to say, continue following eWrestling News and more information will be coming forward. Roosh and Hagman Adam Page are booked for next week's episode of AEW Dynamite. Ryan Clark's writing in, Roosh versus Hangman Adam Page is booked for next week's episode of Dynamite. After Roosh defeated John Silver on this week's episode of Rampage, Page came down and brawled with Roosh. Now the show went off the air with Page attempting to hit a buckshot lariat on Roosh, but then he escaped. The result was when Jose the Assistant decided to take a bump. Now you can check out the lineup for next week's episode of Dynamite, which is going to be happening on TBS. Roosh takes on Hangman Adam Page, MJF versus Wheeler Yuta. Darby Allen will take on Jay Lethal. Daniel Garcia and Brian Danielson take on Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. Luchasaurus also in action, and the acclaimed celebrate National Scissoring Day. For more information, continue following eWrestling News and continue following AEW as more information on the big episode of Dynamite will be coming forward. 
Ryan Clark's announcing the All-Atlantic title match is announced for AEW Battle of the Belts. Now, we'll see an All-Atlantic Championship match at this edition of Battle of the Belts 4, which will be taking place next Friday night on TNT. Now, during Friday night's episode of AEW Rampage, it was announced that Pac will be defending the title against Trent Beretta. AEW Battle of the Belts 4 will air at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, immediately following Rampage. Now, you'll be able to keep up with all the wrestling news and everything happening with Battle of the Belts by following eWrestling News and continue following AEW Wrestling as more information and more matches will be announced soon. That is going to do it for the headlines right now for today, Monday, October 3rd, 2022. Remember, Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast to bring you all the late-breaking news in the world of wrestling. Whether that's AEW, WWE, or Impact, we're here to give you all the late-breaking news, what's happening behind the scenes, and what is happening inside the ring. With that being said, my name is Mike Freeland, and I hope to catch you on the next episode of Headlines. My name is Mike Freeland, and if you're looking for an exciting wrestling podcast to add to your library, then look no further than the Front Row Material brand. Each and every week, I sit down with some of the most exciting superstars in the world of wrestling, from upcoming stars in the indies to dedicated veterans of the squared circle. I also host a daily podcast called Headlines, which gives you the updated information on all your favorite superstars in all your favorite promotions, giving you not only the backstage look, but also what are the industry experts saying about things. And finally, join myself and my my executive producer, The Rit, where we talk about everything in the world of professional wrestling all across the landscape, from storylines to interviews to what's happening and what we think is going to be happening the next time you turn on your TV. Don't miss it. It's the Front Row Material brand brought to you by the MLW Radio Network. The world of MLW Radio never stops. 